Tom, take it away. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Take it away, little, Tom. Sing us a little ditty. That sounds not great. I can't quite make out what he's saying, nor hear the the guitar. Um, I think the sound is not as great as we thought. Are you saying choked out? Did you say full Nelson? Is that a wrestling song? It is a wrestling song, yes. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that about the Mountain Goats. Let me say this about the Mountain Goats. I like them, but they don't have enough real fucking rockers. And I'm just, a, I'm, a, I'm a guy who likes to rock. You know what I mean? I so just I realized that we should call the podcast Let Me Say This. Let me say this. Because that's John's catchphrase. I do want to say this. What are you doing right now, Chris? It looked like you were about to do a politically tinged YouTube video based on that background. No, I was making a pour over coffee. Don't worry about it. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> and let me say this about pour over coffee. There what it is. A, what a complicated way to just make coffee. Hey, I like it. It's, it's meditative. Oh, fuck yourself. Coffee doesn't need, we don't, not everything's supposed to be meditative. Not everything is, you know, but coffee can be. It's a nice way to start the day. You just patiently wait as you pour slowly over the grinds and you know maybe maybe you tickle your balls just a little just because it's like meditation can be fun for everyone i want there to be a fire hose when i wake up filled with coffee and i want that sprayed into my mouth i don't want like i literally just like i don't want any waiting from awake to caffeination i want it immediate i want to be woken up and i want an aide to hand me a cup like this so this is me sleeping and go like that Whoa, did anyone else see Tom's fuck me eyes there a second ago? Won't ever cross this line. Tom's fuck me eyes. Did you see them? They want to die dead. That's fine. That's oh, fine. Yes. Tom. Everybody's got their limits. Have you ever had someone slide Nobody into your DMs them. because of Tom Tuck sings the mountain goats? Ooh. Uh, not in that way. Whoa. What does that mean? Um. Uh, People, I got someone backstage at the Mountain Goats because because they slid my DMs because they've been watching. Wait a minute, you had sex backstage at the Mountain Goats with someone that had watched you do Tom Tuck sings the Mountain Goats? Is that possible? That's like the snake that eats itself. Yeah. It. Let's say yes. Crowd being like dark of the <laughs> right back into the song. All colors of the rainbow flood my face. This is I into space, I can see it. Your truth real dark place. I feel like we, 
this is all part of the song, including Chris leaving. It's like um, John Cage's 531. The ambiance is part of it. Choked up. Choked up. Choked up. Where did Chris go? Chris, are you dead? Oh, and oh, I just shit. realized I was wearing the same shirt as Sunday, and that's like that's that's just a window into my uh, laundry situation. So I did a full care. costume change, guys. Come on! Did you change your pants? No, British no, meaning. Um. All right. Did you fuck someone backstage at the Mountain Goats? Answer that question. That's amazing. No, no, no. But um, oh, someone who had it. been watching um, Tom Tuxing the Mountain Goats. I then asked on Facebook, oh, um, I need someone to come back so the rat goats for me to play Magic the Gathering. And I was like, yes, yes. That's a, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a, I mean, what a lovely moment back for up. Tuck. That's got to be a top up. five day back for up. you. What are you <laughs> fucking talking about playing Magic the Gathering, though? What are you fucking on about, man? What do you That's mean? pretty simple, John. I'm not sure what part of this you aren't understanding. How? Why is he doing so, that with the Mountain Goats? What happened to rock and roll? They were playing, well, um, they John, were playing poker for uh, guns, uh, and now it's Magic the Gathering with someone who lives well, in North London. After Colt um, sort of, you know, May got John to do that video. Of course. Your face was the greatest face of all the faces. I thought it literally looked like you were going to shit Diamonds of Hope. You were um, so happy. It was glorious. But then he started following me on Twitter. <gasps> so then he he then changed his Twitter bio to be to read Orzov Cleric, which is a very specific Magic the Gathering reference. Okay. And so I was okay. like, okay, let's get in because two of my greatest passions have just come. <laughs> and so um, when they were playing Shepherd's Bush Empire. Uh, a few years ago, I DM'd him like, "Do you fancy playing Magic before your show at Shepherd's Bush Empire?" He's like, "Yes, I fucking do." No. Um, and at the time, Tom Horton um, was still living at the Tower of London, mm-hmm. of course. And we'd we'd been round to the Tower of London, me and a few other people, to play Magic. I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, if I can sort this out for John, I, I think he'll be delighted." Um, because we got to, like Tom Horton was like, "Hey, do you want to see the room where Guy Fawkes is interrogated?" We were like, "Yeah." I wrote jokes in there. He didn't tell us till after we were done writing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um... But we did, didn't work out that we, we we could go to the Tower of London because of yeah. you know Tom needs of sound checks and whatever. So he's like, "I'll just come backstage. We'll just play Magic backstage." So I'm going to say this right awful. now. Both you and Tom Houghton have had too much sex to be able to play Magic the Gathering. I'm going to say nope, that right now. It's a now. new day, John. It's a new day. Like You're thinking in terms of 1990s bullies. I it know. It is the 2020s yes. now. I know. I had a bit, I had a bit I... in my show in 2017, I think it was, um, where I'll go, hey, uh, uh, I started to talk about Magic the Gathering. And then it was like, hey, are there any nerds in? And people go, woo. It's like, no. That's not what work nerds say. We'd sit in the corner with our folders. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. These are facts. These are straight facts. It's also- a, that was a weird time when everyone pretended to be nerds. And now, I was saying this the other day on the uh, uh, on the show, but Tom, you weren't here. Now nerds are pretending to be jocks. I've been working uh, at a bar yeah. in a bank for the last few months, and we had a bunch of like tech CEOs in. 
And they were all jocks, but they clearly weren't jocks. They were born nerds who became jocks in mm. the Silicon Valley. Anyone that thinks the Silicon Valley is woke needs to oh get their God. shit together because those dudes punch each other in the dick for fun. That's a guarantee. Let me say this. So I'm doing another podcast with Dylan God, John and Dylan online. Please check it out. Yeah. Uh, and so we did At Midnight. And basically what you realize in the 2010s, Everyone went from being a nerd with glasses wearing a hoodie going, actually, I do like Iron Man, to uh, being in a sleeveless shirt with a bunch of really intense muscles being like, actually, I do eat elk tongue. And it's the same guy who was like, I'm really into Star Wars. And now they've just become the closest thing to a Sith Lord. Like, it's so fucking insane. We're currently doing the Facebook's pivot to video. Facebook is the most evil company, like, is laughably evil in every way possible. And he is the great alpha nerd of our time. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I like Star Wars and also knowing how to manipulate people via their actual data. So it's like they're speaking to themselves mirrored back over. Yeah, it's a, it's a generation of Kylo Ren's, man. That's exactly what it is. And I fucking hated those movies. Go yeah. ahead, Tom. Why can't. Uh, Zuckerberg use his face properly. I completely agree. Oh, it's like me. And this is going to be really exciting. Mm. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do with his fucking eyelids. It's really weird. He's a terrifying man. I want, I really want to know what it's like when it's just him and his wife. Oh, like, you do know, oh I well, I mean, I'm not, well, I don't want to, I don't know. You do know he's obsessed with, um, but like, what, like, uh, the Roman Empire, right? You know, like his haircut is to look like a Caesar, right? You know about that? Oh, that makes sense. That isn't, makes so isn't much that sense. Right there, where you're just like, what yeah. the fuck? Is it? Here's what I guarantee: his this is his wife, Mark, 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 Mark. Yes, that's their entire life. Is, is he just constantly? Is he trying to just be a human bust? Is that why he doesn't make any facial? Oh, he sucks. Changes. He's just. He's like, I am already marble. Yes. I am, I'm Michael. I'm Michelangelo's. Mark. Is that? Oh, is that why Meta um, doesn't the, the metaverse doesn't have any legs because the statue's got broken off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th 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 there's, a, there's a real joke in there, but you know. There's it. It's a, yeah. And we fucking found it, Tom. What are you <laughs> fucking talking about, buddy? Come on now. Um, I'm gonna say this. Um, Mark Zuckerberg has a giant house in the Mission in San Francisco, and it is the most like right before the French Revolution thing ever because it's literally a house surrounded by the poor and dejected, and he has a fortress of like a fortress of technology in the middle of abject terrifying poverty and it's like when the revolution comes is that is that because it. he could buy he could buy the buy the land and like knock it down it's build. because it's it's because the mission is like gorgeous san francisco san francisco is like such this like gorgeous beautiful gilded age is that the right like era old yep. city like all the arc it's not that year it's a little later but like all the architecture matches but like some of the areas are fucking terrifying so people just buy they just buy an entire row of houses and then turn like eight duplexes into one house. Oh my god! Like I, I, I like my, one of my like, you know, when you have those, those little sort of daydreams, of like oh, if I had lots of money, if I had lots of money, you know, what I do. I would definitely mm -hmm. buy multiple of old town Edinburgh tenements next mm -hmm. to each other. 
I would. I see what you're saying. If, if you could get the whole ring, so the oh, garden in the yeah. middle with all yours. This is just bothering me, Chris. What is the architectural style of San Francisco? I know you know it. What's the era? I I don't know. I haven't like looked at, but it's. I mean, it's post Gold Rush, so it's pretty new. Yeah. Either way. It's yeah, all but, yeah, but yeah, but that, but that's still 30s or something, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I mean, older yeah. than that, like older like early that. 1900s, like yeah, yeah. But um, but like pretty pretty fucking new. So I I don't think I don't think there's a name for the age. There'll be an architectural style, but I haven't looked at San Francisco in years. Here's what so I would I say: uh, the architecture it's... of San Francisco is Ooh. not so much known for a defining particular architectural style. Rather, it's interesting and challenging variations in geography and topology. Ooh, yeah, they and love it, those hills. They got a lot of hills. They do. And you it's an eclectic why? mix of Victorian and modern architecture. Mm. So that yeah, that would make sense. So all the old areas are all beautiful old Victorian architecture. So these rich mm. fucks take them, put a bunch of iPads in the walls, and then a bunch of poor people live outside them. That said, San Francisco. But then, before, I'll like, say it again. One time I, I did go to San Francisco. Um, like I think there's some Art Deco stuff there as well. Yeah. Oh, there must be, yeah. It's California, like, of course. This is the one thing that annoys the shit. There'll be some adobe? Certainly, Chris. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. tile roof slats? And, mm-hmm. and some Photoshop or something. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, by the way, I watched last summer, I watched a guy tile a whole roof with those, like, those clay slats by yeah, nice. himself in an hour. It was the most insane thing I've ever... Like, he literally just, like... Pulled up in a truck, cracked his neck, unfurled his long hair, and got up there and just. I like. I still quite look at that roof and go. I don't know if that was a good job, but it was a job. I put shingles on top of a roof once, and I know they have leaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? If someone shows up with a teenager and they're a contractor, go home. Yeah. No, 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 no. I want someone. I want someone that needs this job, not someone that's like dad is trying to get them to learn responsibility. Oh, I needed it. My parents weren't paying for anything. I couldn't play baseball that year because they refused to pay the seventy dollar like registration fee. So I, I coached you. instead. You coached? Oh God! I coached my own team, the team that was my team the year before I was their coach. They did not respect me. We oh. talked about this at the baseball diamond and frenzy park, didn't we? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Richard Wright guessed the the diamond. He, he yeah, DM'd me, and he was like, is it this one? I was like, whoa, ding, ding, ding. You did it, buddy. Good job. Yep, no, it was 100%. He did that to me, too. I was like, it's crazy. Have you, have, have, you, have you heard that Pegasus has been renamed? No. What? Blasphemy. What's it called now? Genesis. Oh, I actually <laughs> like that. I like that more. It's in the, it's in the, the word tree, you know? But also, but it's the, new. The ads. idea being it's that new jokes. You'll, you'll see new things created here. Yes. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's real good. Although technically, Pegasus worked with that as well, but it was just a bit more of a niche reference. You would have had to be, you would have had to read, uh, read a comic book telling the story of Pegasus, or like an old and Greek or, tone. No. or an encyclopedia, or encyclopedia. Uh, a YouTube what video. Is what is this, the 40s? A I've never video. read a YouTube video in my life, and I Thank won't you. stop now. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Betts. Yeah. Yeah. T-Tuck. Mm. F-Park. What? what? Is his address for that letter he was sending you. Vincent Park. Yeah. T-Tuck. F-Park. Mm, gotcha. Okay. 
you know the famous uh, you must know that uh, well maybe you don't that, um, the the just Finchy Park backwards is crappy rub sniff. Oh, oh of course I do that. Who doesn't? I did not yeah. know that and I love it so much. I love that so much. Say it again. What is it backwards? Crappy rub sniff. <laughs> I mean, oh, whoever, whoever noticed that first, thank you. Thank you, then. Because, oh, really I mean, good. You could just always have that little joy. I mean, Finsbury Park in general, it is one of the be- it is the best neighborhood in London and everyone else eats butts. It rules. I mean, it's not it's not a neighborhood, but but because because you've got basically four neighborhoods around the park. That's what I but like I mean that region. If you're park adjacent, fuck yeah. You've got the excellent park, you've got Green Lane, excellent Turkish food and heroin. You've got mm-hmm. Seven Sisters Road for your wigs and coffee needs, and that Nando's that is pretty. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And booze right next to the park on three of four sides. Of course. And also, like, you can walk one block down to um, the uh, off license with that conveyor belt. And that place is open all night. And let me tell you, I have never been in there close to sober. I've been in there drunk. Oh, have I been in there drunk? Yeah. There's also the um, there's a garage that's 24 hours that will still sell you booze after hours illegally. Nice, nice. Oh, come on, but you got to go to the conveyor belt off license. I don't know what they're doing in there, but I just know if I opened one of those doors back, like it would just be someone feeding a gorilla. Close the door. Okay. But Toronto's about to allow drinking in parks uh, provisionally. About. Well, yeah. I, I didn't realize I was breaking. I think the you mean a boot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, August, and I looked it up because it was no one could tell if it had passed or not. But the city, the city has finally given in to public pressure. Quote, and um, they're doing it, but they're doing it at the end of the summer. It's August fifth to October fifth. Hilarious. Two month thing, and they're like, "Yeah, you can drink when it's wet, dicks." First of all, uh, the amount of drinking I used to do in parks was great. The amount of sex that happens in Toronto parks in the summer is insane. Ooh, I might have to dabble in that. I had sex in Christie Pitts with two different people on the same weekend. And like, it wasn't like I said to one of them, oh, I had sex in Christie Pitts. It was like, both like, well, it's, it is July. Where in Christie Pitts? There are very few. It's not like Finsbury Park where there's like little weird bush places where you can go cruising. There was like what? a treed. There was like a treed area in one corner, and it was very late at night. Uh, yeah, Sorry. they have a. I, uh, I, I zoned out a little bit. All I heard was Christie Pitts and bush places. Christie Pitts, and yeah. you are correct. It is one of the worst names for a park ever, <laughs> and it is just basically a big hole that's grass. In the middle of the city, and they're like, "That's a park now." No, Christie Pitts is great now. There's a great basketball court. There's a little skate park. There's two baseball diamonds. There's a pool. There's places to come. What more do you want? The pool was there. The rest of that stuff was not there when I lived in Toronto 12 years ago. But they also, that park was fucked because during the garbage strike when I moved there in 2009, they piled all the garbage in Christie Pitts, which of course meant that that part of the city smelled like a fucking foot. But it also Ooh. meant that the park just had like the craziest rats for years yeah. like you just like, a labrador no that was a mouse okay yeah. <laughs> well we live in hell have you ever been to toronto tom i think you would really i love toronto i was no, uh, the, uh, the only place i've been in canada is british Columbia. 
So good call, nailed it. Uh, it just we 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 had um, friends from abroad who then moved back there. I am um, uh, so ju- well just outside of Vancouver. I think I probably told you this, Chilliwack. Yeah, Chilliwack. Yeah, what a hole. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, we were just at their house, and then we went into Vancouver or to the Flintstones Park. Yes. Now it's called Dusty's Dino Town. Thank you very much. I don't like that. I don't like that either. Uh, same same rides, just uh, different outfits. Here's the question. Is <laughs> it, it, was, it was discovered that they were the Flintstones Park, and they very much did not own the rights to do that, so there was like, you need to come up with your own characters now. That's what I assume really? it was. Oh, guaranteed. 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 There's no way. There's no way they called Hanna Barbera and we're like, may we? They just they just did it and they're like, We're in Chilliwack. Who's checking? There was a park. There was a dinosaur, a bunch of clay dinosaur statues near Ottawa called the Dinosaur Park. The movie Jurassic Park came out. They changed their name too. Guess what? Jurassic Park. Like right away. I was gonna guess Triassic. I don't know why. <laughs> Cretaceous Park. Um, and they changed it. Never. They've never changed it. And like and like and I think they've gotten ceases and desists, and I think they're just kinda like bring it on, bitch. <laughs> like, it's just like, You're gonna sue a park? Yeah. <laughs> There's four of us and we're drunk. You want you wanna repossess these clay dinosaur statues kids play on? Come and get it. Well thing was thing was with the Flintstones Park or whatever the fuck it's called now. Um mm-hmm. they all it's all concrete, it's real hard. Like yeah. none of like none of it is oh, like yeah. conducive to kids having a safe time. Mm-hmm. Like and, and and this is like oh here's a brontosaurus and like like what you do? Oh, we try and climb it, but it's really hard because it's really tall. Yeah. <laughs> and if you fall, you're gonna hit your face on its ass when you as you fall down. It was amazing. I love things that are dangerous. And um, I went on the International Schools Theatrical Association. Um, oh come on. Sure you were. Um, in Bangkok, uh, in nineteen ninety, must have been four or five, mm-hmm. um, and we had a little sort of um, trip to the a, a local park, uh, like theme park, and I, I can't remember what it was called. I wish it did, but they had one of those, you know, the the, oh, the pirate ship that goes half, oh, like yes, yeah, just swings it. back and forth, but goes just high enough that you think you're gonna die, and then I it swings it. back down. I love it. I love it. But it. what happened? We, we got on, and you pull you pull the thing down, mm-hmm. and it didn't move. What? And then the button—he hit the button, and it started like no, 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 no. <laughs> and it was like it was, it was the most exhilarating thing in the world. And we went on again and again and again, and sat in exactly the same seat. <laughs> like, why, why go on a ride if you don't think you'll die? Well, here's oh, why. That's the only reason I go on. Uh, if at so, the moment I think I might die, I no longer go on the ride. I, I disagree, and that's because I grew up in a place called Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, where we had something called the Exhibition. And at the Exhibition, when I was 10 or 11, they had something called uh, the Reverse Slingshot. And it, it was a, essentially a... It was the craziest thing ever. It was essentially an on-land bungee jump, but instead of going up-down, you went like left to right, and it launched you, and you were supposed to like stay in a chair. But they did not secure it properly, so the second guy ever who did it launched in the air like a actual cannon and died and did yeah. they did they shut down the x they did not they literally just left the ride there and then everyone was just kind of like 
watch out. And <laughs> since then, I'm like, no, I want safety regulations. I will never forget that because I remember we walked in and I was like, oh, didn't someone die this year? And then my friend Joel Kennedy pointed to this like X'd off area with a bunch of like um, like caution tape around a fence and just went, yeah, it was that ride right there. I was like, holy shit. We have in in BC we got a Playland or the the PNE which is the Pacific National Exhibition. Of course, and there was there were two roller coasters there. One was just wood. This was a wooden roller coaster that had been around for. And even as a child, I, I was like, that. I "That wood, I'm not I, getting on that." And then I, I went on one that was metal called the Mouse Trap. Yes, I and uh, trap. the whole point of the Mouse Trap is it's like a tiny little mouse shaped car, and it does hard corners. Bang, you turn and. Uh, about a month after I went, I I almost fell out. One of the corners, it was like, it was so hard that the, the G-Force just almost pulled me out. And uh, about a month afterwards, two people just got thrown out of the car, just full dived, about uh, two and a half stories, three stories up. And uh, and I was like, yeah, 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 that's what I thought. That's exactly right. Still a ride, still absolutely a ride. Absolutely. 100% still going. I wanted to know the mousetrap was the same, was the... That was the ride that was also used for our stupid uh, exhibition. It was the same thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Was did it like tour or was it always there? It was always there. Oh, but there's was... got there's more than one. I've seen like a similar ride in different. Okay, places. yeah, it was definitely I think called the Mousetrap. I remember when the X got a roller coaster. It was literally like, guys, we've made it. Holy mm-hmm. shit! <laughs> That's why, like, I'll go on if I go to Disneyland or Universal Studios or something like that. No problem. All the rides. Let's go. Because I know that they have too much reputation on the line for me to die here. And yes, people die at Disneyland and then they cart their their carcasses off premises so that technically they didn't die in Disneyland. But okay. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but people die on buses and I still get on those. Exactly. It's not because the fucking roller coaster flew off. You know, they were, that's, I've told the story before, but like the quick version of it, my brother needed to piss. He was dancing around. We were on Splash Mountain. It was, the ride was stopped for whatever reason. And about five minutes in, a little person just emerged out of the fucking ride and was like, are you okay? And my brother said, I really need to pee. And so my mom was like, he was like, I can take you to the washroom. So my mom just sent my little brother. He was like maybe eight, nine at the time off with this stranger employee uh to pee and then he met us at the end of the ride but it's like they are watching they're on top of it they're doing things and so it's like okay i'll ride whatever the fuck this is there's so many youtube videos of this but literally i know you can i don't know about disneyland but i know disney world if you like take a piece of paper and crumple it up and just drop it literally out of nowhere someone literally just appears and like thank you and gone like it's just like what the fuck yeah they don't fuck around man listen disney literally did the metrics on trans rights and was like oh you know what no it's good for the bottom line ron DeSantis going to fuck himself like do you understand how like disney is and that, for the that wasn't that, it wasn't trans rights you know, that it, was gay it, that was the don't take it and oh, pardon me thank you um and I, you know i think i said we do need to stand up at any possible point we can Oh, no, absolutely. I completely agree. It's and the so idea that, that the, the, the anti-trans lobby is a fucking nightmare. Can I just say, the UK with it, the UK, it's in, it's crazy how deep rooted, like how much it's, it's, it's a deep rooted society in the way that this is going to sound crazy. 
in America, the culture war is still very much on people's phones. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I did a cruise and there were literally the gun owners of associate gun owners association of America, which I Googled their slogan is, isn't this, but they're known as the, the NRA for crazy people. What the fuck? And Aquafest colon bear edition. So literally just literally right wing fascist gun fucks. And, uh, like big burly bearded gay gentleman literally just had a great time talking about beard oil at the buffet on the cruise never a problem whatsoever they would just ignore each other's very provocative t-shirts it's just america it's just this weird thing that it's in their heads where it's like it's if it's in front of them it can't be evil i don't fucking know what so the culture war all exists online and then it leaps in britain it is like on the streets, you just hear people talking about like we got to do something about these trans people. They're lurking. It's so weird. What the fuck happened to England? You guys have. It's like well, you guys I, became like, there, the there, England that lived in my head. Well, there's. I think um, there has been a concerted uh, push of money to try and like stoke yeah. it. But oh yeah, what's happened is that. And try and phrase this well. Someone had uh, Buckfest. Let's see how this goes. I forgot about the Buckfest, Chris. This is going to get interesting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had two large Buckfests. <laughs> Let's talk now politics. I'm on, now I'm on a whiskey. Um, oh, no, Tom. You are really going to bore someone in about two hours with your opinion. No. Not now, though. No, not my now. girlfriend's on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. You did this right. You did this right. We were you were gonna really do some thinking. <laughs> I've been in that situation. You know when you're just messed up and you're like, Rathacon isn't as good as Search for Spock. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I I do agree with that. I mean, you're wrong, but that's fine. We don't have time. Yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear your point about Britain. Fucking love Search for Spock. And um, the um, the, the, the the way um, the feminist movement has um, grown and evolved in this country has, has very much been like a been um if you'll allow the term hegelian i will not i will not allow that term chris what is the term hegelian? Hegelian. can you elaborate on that because i i mean i know i know the i know the play but i'm, I'm curious as to how you mean no 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 no, no, no the philosopher hegel oh, oh hegelian oh okay yeah okay. yeah gotcha i do in those, like you? the thesis antithesis way Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. So, so, so you know, you talk about first wave feminism. Uh, you know, John, you, yeah. you were saying fourth wave feminism. But, of course. But that, but that, but that, but that's how the argument has gone on. And then there are there are a, a group of um, feminists um, in this country who have not <laughs> moved on with the dialectic. Who just have, been, uh, 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 have gone mad have gone mad about trans women um, and, Do you think? and won't listen to them or mm. trans men mm. were saying about what, what you say about them is going to affect me and so like like mo you, you ask you, you ask any trans people what they say is, "I just like to be left alone, thank you. I'm yep. not going to do anything." And you know, uh, and, and, and then, and then ah, rah, 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 the, 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 the assault. 
And who does that? Well, generally it's cis men. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do generally you... us, it's us three. Yeah, statistically, yeah. yeah. What? Uh, well, not us specifically, but yeah. Oh, I know. Sure. Well, I was um, what kind of podcast? Do you is think this? this is a this is a thought that I had? Because like everybody, every void needs to be filled, right? Mm. And um, historically, like all groups, uh, feminism wasn't uh, was largely white uh, in terms of the groups that got yeah. power, you know. And it's, there's it's been a push really towards big. intersexual feminism for the last few years. And this is a topic that I'm not. Uh, uh, don't take anything I say seriously. Just read people that are smarter than me about it. Um, but um, uh, so they're they're starting to a- actively try to encourage you know women of color and things like that in. And so the fact that they've lost the ability to discriminate against them. Do you think that they just, instead of dealing with that energy, they part of it is they just moved it on to trans women because there's like, there's got to be a group of women that matters less than me? Well, no. no and I mean I, that in a human I, sense, I, not in a feminine sense. That's I, the I, thing I, that happens. I, 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 think, I think there, there was 100% a lack of understanding intersectionality with British white feminists. Yeah. Some British white feminists, not all, obviously. Of course, um, yeah. Um, because but, you know, there are the you know gay black would, people and, say... and and white trans people you know sort of you know understand and, and you know nod to each other and you know uh, you know uh, gay Muslims and you know, but straight white what's white women um, seem to be the the the, the source of um, Transphobia. Yeah, middle class too. Largely, which is it will pass. It will. I think you're both overthinking it. Here's what I think it is: Uh, the world is incredibly divided, and social media drove people fucking crazy with their insane algorithms. And far right Christian groups could not persecute gay people in the same way that they wanted to. And to backdoor to keep that argument going. They yeah. opened up all these debates about trans people and then flooded the zone with all this weird, crazy shit that was then adopted by weird corners of the internet that were not used to being manipulated by trolls, i.e. Mumsnet. And now it's just in the water and people just believe it's to be true because people just want to be part of their side in a post-COVID world. People were already feeling isolated. They found a new community. That's what I think it is more than anything it was, else. It was definitely, it was definitely pre-COVID. Um, but but I think you're right. The money is coming nuts. from Christian groups. Yes. Like, oh, oh, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? And uh, yeah. Uh, well, it's, also, it's not like, don't forget that, you know, big recession's been on the horizon for years now uh-huh. and uh, gradually eroding everything through inflation and whatnot. And whenever that happens, weirdly, there's some marginalized group that's out that's to it. fuck our kids. Isn't that strange? There's a whole other thing that takes up our rage that should be pointed in other directions. But all of a sudden, here's this group that weird, like weird dark money that's flowing in from sources that we don't know, but we probably know where it's coming from, uh, is uh, actively pushing to uh, marginalize these people because we got to be mad at something, and it better not be the people that are making us poorer. This is a bit I'm trying to get to work, and I think I, I think in listening to what you just said, I think I cracked it, which is I like how hopeful the human race is in that anytime we have an economic disaster, we look at it and go, wait a minute, someone fucked off with all of our money? Well, there's no way it's those rich people with all that money. It's got to be this poor person who's crying got all the money because he's guilty. You know, like it's the crazy, like how? Is that so- optimism? 
I think that's all. I think that's I think that's human oh, optimism that, right there. What the I fuck? Don't know that? That. Turn on living room light. <laughs> what was that? What's going on? <laughs> Sorry. Alexa turned off the living room light. Tom, is Jeff Bezos trying to attack you? I think so. Oh, no shit. I also just think the UK, I mean England, but the UK is fucked right now. So everyone is just looking for someone to blame that isn't the Tories. And I'm just going to say this, and I don't want to come across like an extreme person, and I don't advocate violence, but I think we're getting dangerously close to it's time to kick the doors of 10 Downing Street down and uh, murder some people on television. I'm not saying we should do that yet, but I'm saying we're getting pretty close to that uh, zone. I don't... I, I'm... I don't think that uh, an executions are no, exactly Tom. what we need. Um, it would be fun. I'm sure. Okay, I actually agree that I it's mean, probably I, not I look, exactly. I, I, what I've we got need. a short list. Oh, of course. Listen, it doesn't even. <laughs> okay, actually, British politicians go. Um, John, what? Liz Truss, just for fun. I want Liz. Here's the thing. Is oh, I want no, Liz, okay. No, no, okay. Hang on, hang on. I want no, Liz no, no, no. You, you've said it now. You said it now. And Rishi Sunak you've, you've hunt said each it. other through central. No, London. no, no. no so you, you've only got one. You've said Liz Truss. Okay, over to Ben. Um, I mean, you got to go with the guy who mainstreamed all this. With uh, I got to go Boris. Mm. I mean, pretty pretty Patel's up there. Shout. David Cameron's up there, but it's got to be, you know, he's the one who really brought it in. And but so I'm you got to go Boris. Can I just say this about and, Boris? And Boris I'm going Gove. Gove is very good. Gove is another one. Here's my list. Cameron, I actually put above Boris because you want to do Boris at the end. You know what I mean? You want Because everyone's going to have fun with that one. Everyone, like as soon as he comes out, everyone's going to be like, oh, that's right. It's like seeing Kiss. Oh, and when oh you, know, you know what? If we're beheading him, can we tie his hands behind his back? Yeah. And then, for once, comb his fucking hair. <laughs> yes, can, He's got Tom. such a big head, the thud it would make as it fell. Oh, so loud. Lovely. So loud. It would be a ring have to get a bigger basket. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure I've told this story on the stream before, and I don't know if I did this, but I think I did. Which I, I like how you still refer to it as a stream, even though it isn't. It's in my head. It's still the stream. Uh, it's a, um, I was biking to Paddington Station to go to Oxford to either do a gig or sleep with a lady. Anyway, I, thank you. And I, uh, yeah, but you could, you could have, you could have gone from Melbourne if you wanted. No, what are you talking about? You always go from Paddington on the fun Oxford Express. You're out of your mind. Anyway, <laughs> it's difficult to find a bike spot on the bike racks in Paddington. That's a known thing. Mm -hmm. And a posh, disheveled man. Uh, by the way, I think I can't remember, but I think I stopped to piss on the bike path on the way to Paddington. But then a disheveled man said, would you like my spot? And he unhooked his bike. And then I looked this guy in his face and went, are you Boris Johnson? And he went, I am. Yes, I am Boris Johnson. And then he stuck his hand out. And in like the weirdest way, where I just found myself shaking his hand. And he walked away. And I was like, what the fuck? And they I were always nice to John. And then I thought, I think <laughs> Boris Johnson touched piss. Um, yeah. And then I went to Oxford. Yeah. And by the um, way, I mean, Boris Johnson has definitely pissed on loads of loads of things. Oh my god! Yeah. Did you see that uh, he hasn't released? Was it like sixteen months of WhatsApp messages or something recently? No, he has released. He has. Oh, I thought because the last thing I read was that he was still refusing to do no, it. No, no. 
No, 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 no. He has now deliberately released them um, to try and uh, fuck up the uh, cabinet office. And the cabinet office have taken the court to court. Yeah. The UK is. Oh, Chris, to paraphrase Lenny Bruce, the UK is so corrupt at this point, it's thrilling. Like, it's like, you're just like, wait a minute. Like, you literally, like, the Speaker of the House of Commons, like, twice this week, had to literally be like, uh, you actually, like, you actually literally cannot interrupt me. Like, you, like, I don't know if you know what this is. He kicked someone out. Yeah, he kicked someone out. Like, you, like, you can't, like, it's, where is That fucking, happens so rarely. Mm. Where is? Where is the fucking order, order guy from Brexit? We need John. Oh, oh yeah. We need John Bearcow back. God damn it! We just need. A oh yeah. Oh yeah. Knob from Hampstead who hates everybody. Oh God bless that man. Terrible ties. Such good hair though. That's what I'm gonna say. John Bearcow. Wait, that that's a fucking politician haircut right there. Just kind of deliberately, kind of interestingly messy. Oh, wonderful. Here's by the way, when I get messaged all the evil shit John Bearcow did. Like it's like, oh, by the way, you know, you know uh, the starvation in Beirut? We uh no, well, he jacked off on their corpses. Ah, oh, for fuck. Like every British politician you start backing, you're like, oh, just to let you know, he um he actually shit in a kid's mouth, and that's how he won the election. You're like, oh. No, Burkhouse just mildly corrupt. Hmm. Oh, no, but in England, how mildly? Because, again, that's like... Mildly in that his wife did the thing and covered up and... It's nothing. It's just a wife, whatever. What are the Scottish politics? No, no. Well, that's going to be interesting. Where's Ashley, by the way? She's involved in that scandal. Yeah, she's currently shitting in a child's mouth. Yeah, She's running for office. Yeah, She was the bag person. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to delete all the past streams so that uh, it doesn't oh, affect her political oh. career. Yeah, but yeah, is, is, that, is that not destroying evidence? Uh, well, uh, I mean, not unless not unless they're only if they're already looking for it, or if we get caught. It's all remember, Chris, Chris, Tom. You have to remember this. It's only a crime if someone finds out about it. Yeah, <laughs> which is what I love to say to all my. Pickpocketing victims. And then they found out about it. Oh, because you told them. Because you yeah. told yeah. them. Yeah. That's yeah. The I, I shouldn't have told them, but I yeah. love the phrase. Um, Chris, I've been. Um, do you, Chris, when we saw mm. that guy got headbutted in Camden yeah. Tube Station. Yeah. Did he? What did he say? Did he say, "Don't headbutt me again"? I've been talking he about did. this he on said, the page. He said, "Do not." He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't join the words. He Wait said, a minute. He said, "Do not me again." Yeah. I'm really glad I asked. That may be the key to making that funny. The yeah. idea that he, he didn't even go, "Don't." Mm-hmm. Do yeah. not. I need all these words. Headbutt me again. Yeah. <laughs> And, but no, like a know. like a city guy, like a like a nice yeah. tunes oh, and suits. Yeah. Not, uh, Sir, yeah, it was yeah. it was Do 2012. They were on good again. Coke. Yeah, that yeah. was the, that's much closer <laughs> to what it was. Oh my god! Then then off to, to fucking. Can I play him in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> he really meant it. He really meant it. He took the first one. He said, "Fair enough," but not again. <laughs> oh, that's the key. That's the key, because that—that's the swivel. It's yeah. also another oh, thing I've thought about this before. But who's got to me again? 
<laughs> who also takes a headbutt and thinks, you know who, who you know who's going to respect words? Mm. The guy who headbutts. Like, yeah. what do you do? Like that. Well, like, I, I don't know. Like, there are some people who headbutt. Mm. Who, if you try and reason with that, to that are going to headbutt again. But I think there are a significant proportion within the population of people who headbutt. Mm. Who, after they've headbutted, have got it out their system. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Headbutt me once. Shame on you. Headbutt, headbutt me, twice. me twice. I must really. Don't, you off. You're not. You don't. Yeah. Don't headbutt me again. I'm also. Actually, I'm going to say this. If you are expecting a second headbutt, you did something. <laughs> or you know this guy really well. You're like yeah, old like, two headbutt Harry. But even that, still, <laughs> even still, to head like who have we all headbutted someone here? I have. And the thing with that they don't tell you about the headbutt is it is a it's a real two way street. Like it's it does I in the movies it's depicted like it feels like a kiss from the deliverer and a and a punch from the receiver as opposed to yeah, what it actually you, it is. You, yeah, yeah, but you've got to aim. Yeah, it didn't hurt me at all. I got him. I got him right. I felt fine. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I like, fucking uh, whacked. The you fuck you out of you, you hit a nose slightly on an angle. All good for oh, no. your. Yeah, time. with like up here, up here, right, right yeah. where the uh, right where my hair. All should be. this, all this, strong, strong bone. I hit about here, and um, yeah, oh, you that's the also yeah, that's back. hard. That's, you need yeah, no. You want to hit cartilage? You don't want to hit bone. I was like thirteen. Like, what do you fucking want from me? Like, I, yeah. you know. I mean, if if you get a headbutt side there, Mark Kellerman, but, yeah, don't you know, do that. Nothing hurt yourself. Um, I remember telling that to my friend Andrew, who was going to go fight another guy from Notre Dame, the Catholic school down the street. And then mm -hmm. I told him that, and then I remember watching him then continually trying to punch that guy in the temple. And I was like, oh, he misunderstood what I was saying to him. That's the problem here. <laughs> he thought that was advice. Oh, good idea. <laughs> um, I was just going to fight him, but you're right. I should kill him. It's Let's important go. to have scumbag friends. I was thinking about this. Uh, it's very important to have scumbag friends because uh, I was, I, um, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, hmm. I was able to literally I identify. I was at a, I was about to pull in for uh, for gas, and I just like looked at two guys walking towards the pumps, and I was like. These guys definitely have mugger energy. And uh, I just waited for a second. And then just a police car side, like, boop, 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 just drive yeah. right up. So I was like, yeah, I, there's, I, they've done something. Like, yeah. just, like, listen, this is Los Angeles. I do not respect the police here at all. I definitely think they're in the wrong always. But in that situation, I went, yeah, yeah, good call, boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm LAPD and uh, the London Metropolitan Police have proved themselves again and again over years and years and decades to be corrupt, racist, violent, misogynistic uh, organisations. Mm. But is there a policeman here where a naughty man is? Yeah. yeah. I also want to be like, protected. Oh, yeah. and, and may I say this? All of the movies that feature the LAPD, I will watch them. That said... <laughs> That said, like just they're just such dingleberries, but I completely agree. Where you're just like, also, can I just say this? Most, the, most, the... most police, in, in in actual fact, are douchebags just as much as you 
Nah, way more. Like, way more. Way. Uh, here's something I've never that. thought. Like, I've like, I my best friend power. from school is a policeman. So it was my, in, one of my... In the Met. And, uh, yeah, he's a douchebag. But, like, but like, yeah. not more than me, but... Mm, Different way, though. Different way. Um, Speaking of douchebags, we haven't started the show. Oh, my God. We haven't started the show. But before we start the show, I just want to say this. The London Met has nothing on the LAPD. Like, the LAPD... Oh, no, no, no. I I, I just think... You're correct. The the Met has been... It's so... Oh, yeah. Again and again and again. Let's all remember Jean-Charles Menezes. That... Just they, say they just killed the guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, they just sir, killed the guy. Sir, you're speaking about the LAPD. If you think we're just going based off they killed a guy, that's like they're, every day. They murder gangs. If, we, if yeah. we've not started yet, can I have a pay yeah. first? There's a yeah, there's yeah. a gang in the LAPD where to join it, you gotta kill a guy. Sir. And they're that, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Uh that gang no longer exists because the leader of the gang just lied about like 80 cops being corrupt and then they only put him a year in prison and then he became a security guard for Harvey Weinstein. So how oh, about good. You, so it's fine. How about you get your information correct? <laughs> Tom just walks out. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, All right, we're going to start the show. We'll start the show. Tom will come back and we'll end the show. Yeah. No, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John, and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Welcome I just realized you. that we we might be the only podcast where because we keep forgetting to play it until the end of the show that the audience turns off the podcast at the start of the show. It's a very good point. I mean, that's what's crazy is that it's, this is one of the few podcasts I feel like people actually listen to the preamble. You know what I mean? I don't like I was listening to um, I don't know. I'm on a bit of an Anthony Bourdain jag all of a sudden right. and um, was listening to him on Mark Marin and I was thinking oh, yeah. this. I don't think I've ever listened. Nor do I think anyone has listened to the first 10 minutes of that show. I'll give it every now. Like his, his latest episode is with William Shatner and it's very entertaining. Um, and I listened to that one because right off the bat, my arms look like teeny tiny trick arms there. Um, uh, the, he just talks about what a fucking chaotic time he had with William Shatner. So I'll always give it a chance. If he starts talking about his personal life, then I'll skip it. But if he's talking about the interview that's about to happen, I'll be like, okay, something weird happened and I'll give this a shot. But when he's talking about his life, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear any of this. I will say this about Mark Marin. He looks weirdly healthy. I saw him last he night looks- on the patio of the comedy store. Mm-hmm. Just he's a man in his sixties and he just looks great. Like he, he looks, looks great. Like, he looks so good. Like he's he's one of the few if he was dating, I don't like by the way, I'm gonna say this with the Al Pacino tw- Oh yeah. It that is so gross. So weird. So gross. All I can imagine is him heaving his little penis in her but at the same time if she's like 20 if you're 28 you kind of you're an adult now no no yeah and and you're gonna go you know what oh, you're a baby and i'm definitely not gonna get left out of the will 
Well, and I, it, I just think it's like you're 28. You made you made a weird choice. So I'm all, but I now tell it's you. kind of on you. You're 28 years old. I apart, no, I'm, it's totally on them. I'm totally fine with that. I it, part of me is judging the 28 year old. You like I don't care how much money there is in the world. How weird is that penis looking? That's gonna so be weird. such a stinky penis. Uh, that penis has to stink. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think penises get stinkier with years. I Generally, think with I agree with you. Without Hang on. I'm specifically saying Al Pacino looks like his dick smells. That's true. That's true. When you see like footage of him in the street, he's not he's not a hygienic. William Shatner. He doesn't look like a aromatic penis. You'd smell you William oh. Shatner 92, still sharp and funny. Of course. Also, I know so many women in Montreal, so many barflies in Montreal claim that they fucked William Shatner and I hope they all did. I, I believe really them. I believe all yeah. of them. Yeah. Gains five pounds a year, so he doesn't have as many wrinkles. <laughs> I can't get behind that. Um, oh, my God. And his albums? So fucking... Do you know who produces those okay. albums? Ben One Folds. was Ben Folds. One was Ben, ben Folds. Folds. Ben Folds is his, like, musical collaborator. No, he's only he's made one of them. He only made the one album with Ben Folds, but it oh, was I great. Thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was the good one. Yeah. So yeah. The, the, the one is that that's the one with Henry Rollins. I can't get behind that. Yep. So that so Henry Rollins is like only friend is William Shatner. He goes over to William Shatner's house for football every Monday, and him talking about making that album with Ben Folds is so funny because it's basically like Ben is just stood in a recording studio and William Shatner is doing everything. Mm-hmm. Henry Rollins comes in and he's like. Uh, maybe it's like something we can't get behind. And William, Sh- Ben, did you hear what Henry said? I love it. Let's do that. And then he's like, "Do you want to get like a guitar player?" And he's like, "What a great idea! Get the best guitar player you can find." And then they're like, "Really?" And he's like, "Tell them it's for me, yeah. for William Shatner." And then that's what they just kept doing. Like Ben Folds just kept calling people, like, "Want to be on William Shatner's album?" Yeah, they're they like, could, like, yes, Amy I do. Yeah. on the record. Yeah, and like, this is how they did it. Like, is it literally? Nuts. Like it's just it was just Ben Folds just calling people and being like, first of all, why does Ben Folds know how to get a hold of me? And then why the fuck for who? William yeah. Shatner. It's like, yeah, okay. Imagine putting down that phone, people. Who was that? That was Ben Folds. What did Ben Folds want? He wanted to know if I wanted to play on William Shatner's album. He said sad. yes, right? He said yes. Yeah, he said yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Hunter. I mean, I of course this- I said yes. In well, December, what I not? I said yes. I, this is why I got to tell you, I love America. In December, I turned down opening for Roseanne Barr because yeah. I was tired and I didn't want to get COVID. Like, isn't like that's how fucking nuts <laughs> show business gets so crazy in the States so quickly because it's like British. Like, here's the problem. Have you met her already? No, I've been in the same room with her a few times. She's like, mm, because... Yeah. She's like, the problem is, is like, it's not fun. Like, she's not like fun. Uh-huh. Oh. Like a person who's mental who believes in QAnon, like yeah, yeah. But I, I like I, I do think she's persuadable. Uh, agree to disagree. I will tell you who I ran into this week though. Tom Arnold. Let me say this: Tom Arnold, just a nice man, nice man, really pro Ukraine in that war. Like in a way where you're like, is this like your your angle, man? Like it's weird. Has he got, has, has he got shares in Donetsk? <laughs> Actually, in the Wagner Group. Um, no, like he was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can I just say this, and then we will wrap up the show? 
the fact that the weird paramilitary militia that the Russians are using, the fact that it's so openly evil, it's named after Hitler's favorite composer mm -hmm. on purpose. You're like, is there no subtlety left in the world? Like, they're literally also, called also the, the bad guys. The pretense that it's not funded directly from the oh, states as well. So like, great. Oh, yeah. So great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, those guys. Tom, yeah. Tom, he was a caterer. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was Putin's caterer. He was Putin's caterer. Do you know how good his borscht was? So good, he's got a bunch of AK-47s now. Yeah, he's the only person in the world that Putin trusted not to poison him. But yeah. Putin's definitely not funding this. I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this right now. What an insult to you that Putin trusts you not to poison him. Like, I'd be, if Putin was like, I know you won't kill me, I'd be like, I would be, as, as a Russian oligarch, I would be like, I am... Get me a Fabergé egg. I need to smash something beautiful. <laughs> I would be so upset. Um, by the way, oh my God, I was listening to, oh, I've become Chris Betts. I was listening to a lecture from this guy, Peter Zion, about uh, geopolitics. And he was just running through one of the problems Russia has with all the information. And the, the Ukraine war is boring this out. And it's the best. It's just like, he's killed all the smart, ambitious guys, like right away. That's why yep. Putin, he's like, Putin's a really, like, yeah, they were, yeah. they were killed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like he was just a really good dictator, and he was just like, "All these guys kill them." <laughs> and they're like, "All the smart ones," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Also, imagine being left back, and you're like, "Hmm, good thing I'm a dumb, loyal dick." <laughs> like, well, that's I, I remember watching an interview with a. Uh, I might have talked about this on here before, but an interview with a, a woman who was in the the Congress, whatever they call it, in the 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 in China, and and she was uh, she was she was like a anti-communist party, like trying to bring democracy in. And they were interviewing her and she's like, well, it's a mixed bag having been in it for this long because I get to talk about my cause. But the fact that I, they still allow me in and that I'm not dead means that I'm not good at it. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's like, God damn, that is some self-awareness. Oh, God, that sucks. That, that hurts. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I had something I'm, similar. I'm not a danger. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm the steam coming out of the kettle. You know, they just they let that happen. So there's like the illusion of uh, progress and, and open debate, but they oh, know that I won't be able to change it. Yours. Was that steam coming out of the kettle? Was that her phrase or yours? It might have been hers. I can't remember. Yeah, it's a lovely phrase. It yeah. is a lovely phrase. You know what else was lovely, Tom? This program. Somehow we've talked for another hour. I genuinely don't know how we fucking did that. I don't know what we've talked about. Yeah. And I mean, uh, my piss was quite long, so I think we talked about <laughs> feminism at one point. Uh, yeah, we, we talked. We talked about trans. We got way. We got way out of our depth on trans things. Oh, certainly uh, did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just I don't well. think I'm at my depth. <laughs> I, I, I am. I'm fully out of my depth. I'm like, I, I, well, um, uh, yeah. If, if any uh, trans people want to talk to me about that, I'm at turning on. If um, any transphobic or whatever you fucking call yourselves now you. people um want to talk to me about it don't yeah oh. leave them also, alone i also just want to say one more let thing. let people live their fucking lives let the people live their lives. also also if your evidence which i was recently talking to uh one person where their evidence literally came from a podcast go yeah. fuck yourself go yeah. fuck yourself yeah, don't ever quote this podcast in an argument you're making. No, uh, that means that this... you've done a bad job. Oh my that god, if you don't know what I mean, you're talking about, 
before we end, and I have to stress this, if you've ever quoted this podcast in an argument, unless it is, actually, I know someone who wants shit so much they passed out in an Ikea, mm-hmm. please feel free. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, I do know someone who jacked off in a botanical garden. So you maybe want to wind your neck in, have a, fill your boots, literally yeah. with gum. Yeah. It Go was ahead, John. <laughs> no, I was just thinking like, uh, which parks are uh, it's not wasn't a botanical garden stuff doesn't matter see i like every the- now and then i think of tom when uh, uh when i think of trains because you used to say on stage uh if i've ever been on a train with you i jacked off i'm sure that's not the words you used but that was the message that came in You're like the line was um that that i i've oft i'm often jacked off mm. in train toilets what? We need to end the show, and we're only getting to this now. All right. How reason? If I've been on a train journey with you post gig, jacked off on those toilets, always. Is it like uh, a- uh, no, 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 no. As a solo traveler. Mm. Oh, okay. Very different. Second um, of all, do you have a but, minimum but, distance? But 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 the the, uh, the the thing is, I think I think men like secrets more than they like. Orgasms. No, it's just so handy. If you'll excuse the expression, e. that they so often come together. If you'll excuse the expression, <laughs> that's I've jacked off in a lot of plane toilets. I mean, of course, and I've jacked off in some train toilets. What? Yeah, never a train toilet. Ah, uh, that's not true. Totally not there true. You go. Definitely. A there train you go. Toilet. There you go. <laughs> not since I was a young man. I've never done anything in a plane toilet. Did you see that show where I told that story? No. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, No comment. Very good. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, for another week, we are off. We love you. We love your show. Tom, go see the lesbian musical with Tom. Yeah. What's it called? Bring it up. It's been on for four days. And rock opera. So far, every show has been uh, uh, tour de force. Of the Clapham Omnibus, it Clapham is absolutely batshit. And right. I find three, three, three men, Go two on. of them who are real people, oh, so, and all of whom are Americans. So I'm having to do three voices, and I'm playing David O. Selznick, Spencer Tracy, and a fictional record producer. Nice. Which version of Spencer Tracy? Um, uh, uh, um, between forty and sixty-five, uh, like uh, like, uh, like, uh, like multiple times. Mm. Well, go see the show. Go see Good. the show. Uh, jack off in a plane toilet today, and uh, jack off in lovely. any little cubicle you find yourself in. No, <laughs> no, that's a confessional. Do not encourage them. Don't know. Like you can't both be jacking off. Into her vagina. And that's fine. Um, I'm talking over the Irish like I'm talking about